Hello and welcome to podcast number 25, Totally Folk Podcast 25, uh, with me, Lee, and my lovely co-host, Joe. We are once again sipping some gin and ready to listen to some folk music, partly inspired by the gig guide, things that are coming sort of more or less to our area. Not too far to travel this time, I don't think, for most of them. And uh, there's a couple of new releases as well, so I think we should probably jump straight in with some brand new music yeah. from an amazing duo. Yes, Jacob and Drinkwater. We've played them the last couple of podcast because they've been on tour touring this new album um they've got a new album that's just come out on the 29th of october it's called more notes from the field and this is the current single which is called to call you friend well, today was another dark day here in paradise and still i feel like hell don't mention my mojo I miss my brother and all of my friends thought I'd find peace as I got older but it feels like it just never ends so take care of the one Gypsy you to know you were never a failure and you'll always be a hero to me for your heart was as big as the ocean you were a saint for the cause of living free 
I love the whole album, I have mm. to say, that, but there are some that just kind of stick in your head. And the production by Mr. Lucas Drinkwater of the band is amazing, alongside Tobias's wonderful voice and wonderful guitar playing. But yeah, it is a great album. Definitely go out, stream it endlessly, but get yourself a copy. Go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, last last time around, last month, we, we were saying that we were a little bit empty on the... Uh, scandy folk disco yeah it's been closed for ages oh yeah i've, I've not <laughs> not opened up for a while you know covid and all that stuff uh <laughs> but actually we played a, a track quite some time ago now and it was uh kind of a live recording of a, some scandy folk disco and <laughs> the the artist um sylphide or sylphide i'm really really sorry it's not my first language obviously uh, i will double check but she has gotten in touch and sent us uh, a brand new track a new single that they've got out devenda which um i have a feeling translates to it waits but uh this is helen tungland and she plays the harp and she sings beautifully and there's a really nice feel to this one and as far as i know it was released um in relation to uh, Depression Week, a European day of depression. And the video, kind of, you can pick up on those themes if you watch it. So is it a celebration of being sad? I'm not quite sure. I think an acknowledgement of what it's like to go through that and the frustration and restlessness that comes with it, from what I can kind of pick out of the lyrics. But also a song of hope. Yeah, it's, well, I don't know, maybe it's kind of got this really nice, upbeat sort of little motif running through it, but... It, does that keep coming back round because it's referencing the endless cycle of what it feels like to be stuck in that mode? Or is it is a it kind of hopeful thing? I'm not sure. But her email, she says um, that it's a song about depression and hope and it, it, in, encouraging the listener to dance. This is good vibes. Yeah. One for the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I can get away with that. I am millennial. It's yes. fine. I can, it's self-referential. <laughs> People who listen regularly will think we've got it in for the millennials. But no, we do love you all very dearly and indeed Lee's. I'm one of you, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, this track, I've really enjoyed listening to this one. Uh, it's lovely to have had it sent to us. This is uh, Dave Ender. Thank you. 
We have got some new music from Jack Cookson. Yes. I really like what Jack does. Yeah. I think the thing that shines through for me is the fact that he's actually, he's a very honest songwriter. Yeah. Like brutally honest. And and I think it's really brave as well, the stuff he's writing about. Because like we talked for ages, like, oh, this is this, this song and where the inspirations come from and the struggle that's clearly going on. Because some of it, I, I have to say, I find very relatable. Yeah, oh, very relatable, yeah, especially well, you know, as a as a musician trying to sort of squeeze through this well, the bottleneck of earnings that's still happening at the moment. Yeah, well, I think we should. But it goes we, deeper than that. We, let's play the track and then yeah. let's talk for a long time afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is uh, it's an abbreviation uh, PCAP um, from Jack Cookson. Advertisements of paper and of pixel. The fight for my attention Hastening the decay of my long-dead imagination I pinch the flesh on my palms Trace the lines on my arms As if I could find a flicker of good fortune but I know as much about my purpose here as a life left on in an empty room. So excuse me while I use the facilities to amaze myself at some portrait's ability to hold a camera to himself as if upon it depends his health I suppose it does if you want to make a living as an artist but deafness or blindness I don't know what to choose 
says to me And if your body is a temple mine's a church converted into a flat A man with a claw hammer fixation resides somewhere in my back And whoever is in my head they like to sit up all night in bed Screaming lines from books I'm told I should have read and They've got an extensive scratch does write a good groove <laughs> there's a really nice grungy bassy but really yeah forward moving feeling in that one i like it the lyrics do deal with some really interesting themes put it that way yeah well the whole social media thing yeah like, we've spoken so much about oh. this because lee's band the last inklings have just released their debut album oh we need to we need to update people on the news on that we will we'll, we'll um, bring you later. around to that at some later. point but um, there's a kind of necessary evil involved in all of yeah, that and, it's, and a big part of the campaign was social media and uh, it I can feel very much like you're selling your soul sometimes yeah. but it's hard because it's a great way of actually connecting with people and that's a really valid thing I, I want to do that as a musician because I mean we've got some lovely people that want to talk to us about the music they love this is great but it but at the same time you're cu curating this image that doesn't always feel authentic it's it's, it's not a great place to be and there's yeah. things that are required of you all the time and it's it's hard yeah particularly with Facebook and those mm. algorithms it's yes. really hard work and it's not making the music or playing the music like in front of live audiences and all of the things as a musician that you live and breathe for yeah it takes time away from all of that yeah so and it's that thing like that line you know if that's what it takes to make it as an artist that's hidden in that song there yeah 
Yeah, and actually the title references touchscreen technology, I think, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. So kind of the bane of my existence at this point. <laughs> well, it happens, especially now when everything's a little bit less uh, guaranteed. You're switched on all the time just in case that, that job comes through. If someone gets in touch and says, I've got this session recording to do or there's there's a gig to play, you want to be switched on all the time and you know you are just glued to your touchscreen. I find in quite an unhealthy way, but mm. yeah, that's there's a bigger discussion hidden in that. We'll have to get some guests on to talk with us about it. Yeah, but it also sort of sense of frustration that. Oh, massive! I, I actually read a, a, a interview with a chap from One Republic fairly recently who was talking about the utter randomness of actually having a hit record now. Like ten years ago, there was a set of things that you would do that would pretty much guarantee that your record would get. Oh, was this? Did he airplay. not say that something they released all that time ago? Yeah, was it apologize so or um, the one with the oh, stars. counting stars? Counting, was that was that them? Yeah. So that is still getting more plays than their current single. Yeah. Even though it's ten years old, um, because of the way everything's weighted on. He's a good writer. I mean, he's behind a lot of people's songwriting. Ryan yeah. Tedder. So. And and just how there's like there is absolutely no rhyme or reason to what will make your record a success now. And so much of it is the social media game, not just the quality of the music. Yeah. I, I would love to go back to if you build it, they will come, but if I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I don't, don't think, think that's they the even thing. Notice if you've built it. No, no, unless you build it on them. <laughs> From so there, though, we do have even more new music. We have got more new music, and um, also incredibly grievelicious music, but in a yes. different different vein um uh, an artist who i actually went to see last night so we're a little bit late with the podcast tiny bit late yeah i kind of got wrapped up doing like sound and light for michael portillo yeah, uh, this is a true story fans of politics will obviously recognize the name <laughs> as our once and future never prime minister <laughs> and uh fans of the great railway journeys british train journeys uh, will know him as the presenter of that i am very jealous of some of those combinations about i wish i could carry off a jacket like that i really do <laughs> i think you can lee <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> but you don't know what colour it is either. Lee's no. terribly colourblind. <laughs> I'm sure I could tell what he was wearing the other day. It did look a little bit like a tartan carpet turned into a jacket. <laughs> but he was very pleased with that. <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, because Lee, Lee as an excluded musician is spending every waking moment trying to catch up on all of his 18 months of lost income. So oh, yeah, that'd be really <laughs> fast. Yeah, We, we had one evening this week that was the window for recording the podcast and then Michael Portillo stole it <laughs> so he's a, a very good speaker I have to say because uh, yeah we don't get paid to do this and Michael Portillo was paying me <laughs> so obviously that trumped drinking gin and chatting about music. Uh, well you say that I mean <laughs> <laughs> but here we are we're a little bit late um so this artist um is Mishra um, they've got a new album out called Reclaim and they're on their album launch tour at the moment. And one of the gigs in our gig guide was this gig at Forest Arts <laughs> Centre last night. <laughs> yeah, it's now actually <laughs> happened. But Joe was there, so we know was it was there, a good gig. It was a lovely gig. They are very, uh, very entertaining. I very much enjoyed their music. Um, they're inspired by Indian classical music and European folk music. Um, it, they were there as a duo, but they have other ensembles different musicians that they work with but the core of the duo is two people kate griffin and ford collier yeah there's a nice video for this track up as well which has got some behind the scenes footage so you can kind of uh, see them all in their exploits in the studio among other things 
Yes, there was lots of stories. It was a really good gig. There were lots of backstories about the tracks on the album and the recording process and family um, dynamics and um, cockerels. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so the inspiration for this song, this is, a, this is the opening track, it's called The Truth, and the inspiration for this song is Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials trilogy. Oh, okay. Which pleased me greatly because I'm very fond of that yes. set of books too. And another track off the album. I do urge you to go and listen to the album because I do. It's it's lovely. I've been enjoying listening to it. It's, she's got such a lovely, sunny sort of. It sounds like she's smiling when she's singing. Yeah, agreed. And actually, having seen her perform, um, she is. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there's a lovely lightness and jollity about um, the whole record. And and there's another track on there that I really like called. I'm just looking at it now. It's called Swell, which I think is really pretty. Um, but that's inspired by The Life of Pi, which is also... Oh, yeah, another really good book, book. yeah. So um, if you like all that kind of stuff, then go and listen. But um, this is a track called The Truth.
from there, even even more new music. Uh, and this is a duo. I'm, I think you first played me one of their tracks, or showed me a video of them playing, actually. And it's an amazing sound. Uh, they are Good Habits, and it's uh, a duo, cello and accordion. Uh, Bonnie and Pete and they've got a new album out which is called Antipode it's out on the 26th of this month and uh, it's because they got stuck in New Zealand is, is that right yeah they were I don't know how long they'd intended to go out but they went out over in January February time 2020 and then got stranded there hmm. um, and probably had a much nicer time of it <laughs> <I don't imagine. laughs> they did sort of mention something similar we had the chance to catch up with them at uh, Manchester Folk Festival uh were actually and um, you had a chance to actually see them play yeah and yeah they were brilliant they, and they actually opened their set with this track which is a stone roses cover so instantly ah, i was hooked in because okay that's, that's my era right and it's a bit after your time bit before your time I, I didn't get the reference of the title of the track no <laughs> um and it's a very very good cover of, of this track for any stone roses fans out there um, i just hung up on the fact that i was able to nerd out over cellos with her so i mean that trumps everything for me <laughs> Uh, we caught up with her on the trade stand with Bonnie and uh, I think poor Pete, once I arrived and started talking about cellos and strings and things, then Toby Kuhn arrived after me and it just even more cellists <laughs> stacking up in the foyer, basically. Uh, she's a standy up cellist as well, something I definitely admire, but as yeah, we all very, know, I'm a leisurely sitter. <laughs> really charismatic performance from them as well. They're yeah. really they're absolutely excellent live. Um, and there's, there's, they've got two gigs coming up. On the 13th of November, they're doing, running a house concert in Dorchester. And then on the 14th of November, they're at Worth Matravers Village Hall. Oh, properly local. Yes. You could even go to the Square and Compass. Yes. Go and get a pie. Go and get a pie. A pasty at the Square and Compass. <laughs> sausage pasty and sausage pie. <laughs> Pop down the road. Cheese and onion, <laughs> and onion oh, yes. pasty. And a pint of ridiculously strong cider. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Walk it off for a bit, pop down to the tea rooms, top up with some cake, go to the gig. Yeah, perfect. What a great day out. We might and have to see if we can be free for that one. And, well, I fully intend to go for this one. <laughs> and also some foraging, because we forage. Oh, we should come on to the gin after. The, oh, let's play this track. Let's play the track. And yeah, then, yeah, because there's good foraging out Worth and Travers Way too. So this is uh, it's Good <laughs> Habits, and the track from their new, new album, Antipode, is She Bangs the Drums. Thank you. 
Appropriately, we were in a venue on Tony Wilson Place. And he hated the Stone Roses. <laughs> I love it. I like, yeah, of course I love it. It's a cello, but it's, <laughs> I, yeah, the, hearing the tune on the cello, kind of really grungy, bassy. I love it. Yeah, so look nice voice to that as one. well. Yeah, so if, you did, if you're planning on going to this gig, do do come and say hi. Yeah, come we and say will hello. Definitely be there. <laughs> I'll be on the strong cider. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be driving. Lee doesn't drive. Oh, we need to introduce our gin. Oh, the gin, yes. Yes, because the foraging, foraging. I've just reached for it as if you can see it, but uh, yeah, that's not so, very helpful. Uh, we, I think we've had a month off of this, but we're back on the fruit gins oh, and yes. Prosecco. <laughs> this is very nice, though. It's not, uh, well, we've gone foraging and we got lots of slows and uh, lots of berries off the trees, but the berries were a little bit wizened. But we did manage to find just enough. Blackberries, this is. Blackberries. Just <laughs> enough to actually, uh, well, stick in there and start stewing away. Yeah, and so this has been brewing for the last couple of months. So, yeah, yeah but, uh, it was a lovely day when mm. we went foraging. Oh, it w I burned, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I got it too was much like sun. such a long time ago. And it wasn't even lockdown. No, and it's not lockdown it's now, not yet down the down gin cocktails are here. Yeah, but it is winter, yes. right? <laughs> it's autumn, the clocks have gone back, it's fine. So, yeah, we're back on the homemade gin and it's very fruity. Very fruity, although not too sweet. No. It's like, yeah, nice, rich, dark, syrupy, but not sweet. Perfect autumnal slash mm. festive. It's working for Beautiful. me. <laughs> uh, chin, chin. Chin, chin. <laughs> um, now, we did just say, uh, or I did just say that Toby Kuhn was there as well. When we were there nerding out about um, various string things with bonnie we had even more cellists join us and of course he plays with hannah james mm. and they make absolutely stunningly beautiful music together um yes hannah is a very special kind of performer she just manages to be able to draw a room into oh, kind of a stunned silence just yeah it's amazing actually and th i actually saw a bit of their show at manchester folk festival and the silence that she holds and she's tiny as well yeah. really petite lady and, and people, just, I was holding my breath through yeah, some of the it's songs. Just, it's, and then K Kitty McFarlane does this as well. Yes. Yeah, they just have this ability, like you want to hear everything. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible experience. And so the, Hannah and Toby are on tour at the moment. And they've got a new album out as well. So loads of yes. music. <laughs> so the album's called Sleeping Spirals and it's out on the 19th of November. But on the 13th of November, they're at the railway in Manchester. Yeah, which isn't actually too far. No. I've done a few gigs down out that way. I, I fully intend to be there, but Lee won't be because he's got a gig. I have a gig, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing in a, in a folk opera that night. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> now, I really could have chosen anything to play. I think uh, they've got a version of Three Ravens. Yes. And oh, it, that's it's beautiful. amazing. It yeah. really is. It's quite haunting, really. Um, but this is this is the gloaming, which is also quite satisfying. Hey. 
roaming in the gloaming where the lights are dim and low and the quiet shadows falling softly come and softly go Winds are sobbing faintly with a gentle unknown woe. Will you think of me and love me as you once did long ago? Crushed with longing, what had been could never be. It was best to leave you thus, dear, best for you and best for me. Thank you. 
do you know who else was at the expo? <laughs> Manchester Folk Festival. <laughs> Manchester Folk Festival. Uh, we saw Peter Knight. We did. And um, Mr. Spires as well was floating around. And they, of course, are two of the members of the Gig Spanner Big Band, uh, who just make such a glorious sound when they're all on stage together. Um, mm. Got the Gig Spanner Trio, the Edgelarks and John Spires all coming together in these huge arrangements, which are... It's really satisfying when you've got things like the two fiddles against each other. It's epic. It yeah. is epic. And we have, they are going to be <laughs> somewhere nearby on the 18th of November. They're going to be playing at the Taunton Brew House. See, they, uh, they were more local, but that was also, <laughs> we just clipped it. They were at Hangar Farm Arts Centre. Yeah, which probably would have been a slightly shorter Well, that drive. might have been the trio, actually, to be fair. It's a nice place to play. It's a nice venue. Anyway, Taunton's not that far. No, Lee Taunton's not too bad. Uh, it's, it's only because I have memories in my head of having to do a training day out there one day. And the only way we could get there was on the train. And like six hours later as we rocked up to this place. That's because you had to take the train of shame. That the train of shame. Every stop. <laughs> it did. And it did, did you have to change at Dorchester and yes, walk across walk down. across Dorchester. <laughs> it's not really that far to Taunton. <laughs> uh, but uh, to highlight this one in our gig guide... Um, on with the lovely arrangement that they've made of uh, Awake Awake. Awake Awake, you drowsy sleeper. Awake Awake, it's almost day. How can you lie in sleepy slumber and your true love go far away?
only an hour and a half. I've just had to Google map it. What? We've driven a much longer period of okay, time. Okay, in fairness, we have. We yeah. have driven to Exeter. Yes. Two hours. London is two hours. Um, that was, yeah. Epic Come gigs, though. People, local people who are listening will know the size of the county of Dorset and the paucity of folk gigs that happen. And you have to go. You do have to travel. You have yeah. to travel. So Taunton Brewhouse is... We are a very wide county as well, so <laughs> to get from one side <laughs> to the other does take a little bit of time. So, but that was uh, a week a week from Gigspanner, who are playing in Taunton, and uh, <laughs> from there onto one that is definitely much closer to home, thankfully for us. Um, the next gig we've got in our gig guide uh, is happening at Forest Arts, which is an amazing venue. Absolutely love being there because uh, it's one of our local ones. Definitely yeah, got they've got such a good folk program they this do. autumn. They've really, <laughs> they really have pulled it out of the bag, and they're. Well, they're great people to work with as well. Um, they've helped us out during the pandemic, so, you know, big hand to them anyway. But the gig that they've got coming to them is none other than Ellie Gowers, who I, I just feel like we've crossed over everywhere during this festival season, which has been really nice. Yeah. We caught quite a few of her sets. Yeah, she was also at Manchester. <laughs> she was also at Manchester Folk Festival. <laughs> yeah, she she played at the Ritz, O2, O2 Ritz, um, with Indie Electric Company and John Bramwell. Now that is a gig. Yeah amazing yeah she did such a good job as well so ellie has released an ep uh, the parting breath ep which has uh, five tracks on there and it's quite a breadth of music she walks through a handful of different styles but you've got ellie's lovely soulful voice in the middle of it all and she really is a very very accomplished singer she makes you know these wonderful feats of flipping through her range look easy and it sounds great and the track that we've actually chosen from the ep is called eva which sort of references her time at university She's got a bridge to cross To an island where love is lost But for her the land is far too soft Shining each day until night comes But from the moonlight no shall rise 
said she's got a duty to She's returned with a suitcase and a smile. Next up, it's our shameless plug for Bournemouth Folk Club. Absolutely. But we have an absolute legend this month yeah i mean so many people have come and said that they are so excited the fact that that he's going to be here and this is uh this is a reschedule that we've been able to honor um from the the club's previous booker uh, paul and yeah it's going to be amazing to welcome him down we've got martin joseph uh, coming to to perform for us and he's touring material from his his latest studio album i was kind of bowled over to find out i think this is his 23rd studio album yeah which means there are live albums as well because yeah. i think he's got almost 40 releases under his belt if not just a few more and has been working as a musician touring musician for 40 years 40 years yeah, in the four industry decades. it's incredible so yeah i'm really looking forward to this show apparently he's absolutely lovely as well yeah this is another thing that everyone has said yeah it's just what a lovely human being he is yeah so yeah which is, is a great endorsement this is going to be a good one so get your tickets from the Bournemouth Folk Club website <laughs> <laughs> they are available they are up there on the website now <laughs> and you'll find most of the information on the Bournemouth Folk Club uh, social media pages as well on our Facebook page yes. and we've even got a little chat group going as well uh, yes. so everyone can keep in touch and yeah. also just Tell us about other local folk things. Yeah, so this is um, Thursday, the 25th of November at St. Ambrose Church. Now, the the 
lead single uh, that's been released for this album is a track called Born Too Late. So that is Born Too Late from Martin Joseph. Should have gone to Laurel Canyon 1971 Could have sung some songs to Joni Hung out in the sun Born too late I was born too late for that I'd said go to Nashville When we toured in 94 Chase the edge of that new country boy just walk right through the door, born too late. I was born too late for that. Yes, sir. Well, how long does it take for a man to know himself? How long does it take for a man to know himself? You can lie just like the Kremlin in an Americana band. Plant your flag in the Sinai Desert and watch the armies land born too late. I was born too late for that. And when the priests they bless the liar, and when the liar has his way, I never thought I'd wake up now. See that in my day, thought I was born too late Thought I was born too late for that You said well, How long does it take for a man to know himself? How long does it take for a man to know himself? Take for a man 
Should have gone to California in 1971. Hung out with Crosby, Stills, Nash, Neil Young. I'm not going to introduce this next one. Uh, no. <laughs> Joe's going to take this for me. Lee's just looked at the playlist and gone, oh, oh, it's us next. But legitimately so, because um, the last Inklings, Lee's band, do have a gig um, on the 3rd of December at Forest Arts Centre. Yes, very much looking forward uh, to that. But this has been a really big week. Really big week. It's been huge. Yeah, so as, as regular listeners will know, um, they've been working on their debut album, which was released on the 1st of October. And so it's just over a month old now that you're yeah. hearing this podcast. And um, this week... They charted in the folk charts top 40. Just under the pogues, no less. <laughs> but it's, it, it is very exciting and um, it really is quite an achievement because there were 10 new entries, so a quarter of the records in this month's chart were new entries. And you were up against some really big names. So Ferocious Dog, yeah, Grace Petrie, Kareem Paulwart. And they had the most new entries, I think, since the charts reopened. So that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. And yeah, so we're so excited to actually have that recognition and broken through. And, and been in there, been included, because it's been, hard yeah, work. it's taken hard work, <laughs> some really determination, work. grit and courage and all the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> I was going to quote RuPaul then, charisma, uniqueness, I won't carry on, but um, <laughs> we're, we're really proud that, that people have been enjoying the album, because it's, it's something that, yeah, we've really enjoyed making it, and it's been great fun to play the live shows as well, that's been the best fun. Yeah, oh, you also played at Manchester we Folk did. Festival, it's, that was such a good weekend. Supporting Catherine Tickell, which was just... Yes. Like we got to stand in the wings and watch that show, on and the it main was amazing. Stage, on the main stage of the festival. Oh yeah. On the Friday night. Yeah. Our sound technicians were yeah, amazing. Good, good Catherine Tickell and her band, The Darkening, were just fantastic. Yeah. We managed to sneak in a segue as well because, of course, uh, our song Vespers is a song for Twilight, which, in Northumbrian parlance, is called The Darkening. Nice. There you go. Slick. Very pre-planned, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> But that's not what we're going to play. We're going to play no. a track called Phantom Foolery. Yes, one about spooky goings on in uh, lovely old venues.
It's a shame that we don't have a condenser mic in the room to pick that up. That is the purriest little cat. <laughs> you do have a condenser mic. Yeah, maybe we should bring one just to get some interaction next time. Yeah, I have kittens. And they're very chatty, sweet little things as well. They are very tiny. And they, they want to play with all the cables. Yeah, and chew things. About what I have one of them sat next to me purring his head off. He looks very pleased with himself, as he should, because he's just heard one of the most amazing tracks ever, which uh, <laughs> I'm allowed to say it was mine. <laughs> From there, though, um, as the last Inklings, we've quite often said that one of our inspirations... Oh, my God. Can you hear him? I can see the microphone picking it up. <laughs> oh, I might boost that later. Go if you're listening really carefully, there's a little cat purring in the background. <laughs> now, we've often said one of our inspirations is Moulettes for their just amazing ability to arrange and put together, uh, well, an incredible show, but some great recordings. Mm. And they've had this very interesting idea. They've taken uh, a particular theme and arranged it in so many different ways and put it out as a recording. So you've got string versions of this of this piece. You've got a cappella versions and there's a brass one. There's an electronic instruments one and electronica version of this as well. Uh, this is the um, Xenolalia project. And the track itself is, is called Idiolect and I mean, we could have chosen any of them, really. Uh, this is Idiolect Part 2, the strings version. Um, but they've got part of the a cappella version. They're going to perform it live. They've got one of the best vocalists guesting with them. Oh, she's so amazing. Yeah. Wonderful singer from The Breath. Um, yeah, Viona Connolly. So if you're in Brighton... Oh, God, yeah, that's where that gig's happening. Yeah, they're doing a four-part res residency, so four nights at the Rose Hill Brewery, I think it is, in Brighton, which is a bit too far for us to go a little bit um so that's next week i think 13th 14th ish of november around that sort of time um 
but then, then they're taking it on tour and they're irritating me. <laughs> they clash with the, the Inklings gig uh, yeah, at Forest we've got Arts. A gig, uh, they're yeah. on the 3rd of December at the uh, Unity Brewery in Southampton. And yeah, I'm torn. I'm very tempted. <laughs> I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's one of those occasions where you think maybe I could skip my own gig if I call in sick. <laughs> no, terrible thing. People have bought tickets. You must not disappoint people. <laughs> but yeah, this is the the strings version of their track. This is Idiolect Part Two from Xenolalia. This is the strings version. And this is the last track on the podcast. <gasps> it is. So we should thank you all for listening. And and just remind you that it's easy to get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Uh, which is under Totally Folked. And you'll know us because you'll spot the logo from a mile because it looks like a gin bottle logo, appropriately. Um, and, and we've also got our email address, which is totallyfolked1 at gmail.com. And uh, we've, we've checked it. Yes, right? I've had my hair cut more than twice this year. <laughs> and yeah, I have checked it. And people have been sending us music. So if you'd like us to play your music, please do send us links, not the actual files. Send us links where we can go and download it. Um, and... Next month, there might actually be an Instagram page. Yeah, we're considering it. I mean, <laughs> we we're tried. busy people. We, tr <laughs> we tried to make one earlier and it just said no. It, yeah, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe we need a social media manager. Yeah. <sighs> Where's Jack when we need him? Anyway, you'll be able to catch <laughs> up with this podcast on many, many platforms. So please do share it widely. We're now going out on Spotify. We're going out on Amazon. We're going out on Apple Podcasts. We are trying to get everywhere. Um, so it'd be quite interesting, if you do want to get in touch with us, to tell us where you were listening. Mm. It's a bit of a data gathering exercise. <laughs> Such a nerd. I really am. Let's I can't play the last it. track and leave these people in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the Moulettes with Idiolect Part 2. Yeah. 